Welcome to your questions answered. Iran's denial of the latest drone attack on an American military base in Jordan has increased tensions even more in the Middle East. President Biden says the U.S. will respond. He has blamed radical Iran-backed militant groups that operate in Syria and Iraq. Now, the attack targeted a U.S. base which is in northeastern Jordan, right near the Syrian border. It's known as Tower 22. You can see it there on the map. It's believed the drone struck the living quarters at the base. Three service personnel were killed, 34 were injured. So let's bring in our panel uh, in a moment. But before that, we should also update you on what is happening uh, inside Gaza at the moment. The Israeli military saying it's killed dozens of Palestinian gunmen across Gaza. There's been intensive operations over the past 24 hours. It says ground forces carried out several attacks around Han Yunus. And Palestinians there, as you can see from these pictures, continue to search for places of safety. And the Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza says Israel's offensive has now killed more than 26,000 Palestinians. Let's try and understand now what could happen next and have the tensions ratcheted up even further in the region. We want to hear from you with your questions and we have an expert panel here to help. Some of you have sent questions in already. They're great. I'm looking forward to asking them to our panel. So let me introduce them to you. Our chief international correspondent, Lise Doucette, you'll know well. Our colleague, Parham Gobadi, who is a senior reporter with BBC Persian. And also joining us from here in London, Fawaz Zerjez, who is professor of international relations at London School of economics, a familiar face and uh, figure for all of us as well. Fawaz, it's very good to see you. Lise, let's start with you because I think it's important to really set the scene. Iran-backed groups have fired rockets and drones at American outposts across the Middle East. I read this morning 160 occasions. A lot of people won't know that since October the 7th. That's a lot. Was there an inevitability to what has happened that one of those was always going to get through and cause this kind of damage and loss of life? It's extraordinary when people actually take a close look at some of the numbers because so much is happening right across this region ever since the Israel-Gaza war erupted on October the 7th. And even though the U.S. within days moved warships into the eastern Mediterranean to, tr to send a warning to all the many actors that they shouldn't think of enlarging and intensifying this conflict, the reality is fires have been burning on every front, including, as you mentioned, in Iraq and Syria. 160, at least, attacks on American interests, American bases where American forces are operating, been operating for many years in Iraq and Syria. There were one, of the, one of the last attacks which drew attention was when one of the groups connected to this umbrella grouping, the Islamic existence, resistance in Iraq, injured U.S. Uh, service personnel and they were said to be treated for brain trauma. But it just seemed to be a matter of time before a strike somewhere by some group ended up killing Americans. And briefly, Pam, firstly, what was the official response from Tehran to this? So Iran's foreign minister today said that Iran has uh, these groups that operate in the region do not take direct order from Iran. That has been Iran's stand throughout this time. Iran says that these groups are supported by Iran, but they are not our proxies. They act independently. Iran has been using these groups in the past few years because of the same reason, because it gives Iran plausible deniability. Iran can use them, support them, but whenever something like this happens, Iran can easily 
you say that uh, I just support them, they are not acting on my behalf. But tell us more about these groups. Who are so, they? Uh, the United States has blamed this specific group, Qatar al Hezbollah, which is which is originated in Iraq. But to see what this group is exactly, the leader of this group previously was uh, Abu Mehdi Mohandes, the very same guy who was killed in the very same car with Iranian General Qasem Soleimani at the direction of former U.S. President Donald Trump. So this shows that how close this group is to the Iranian regime and Iranian authorities. The former leader was a close ally of slain Iranian General Qasem Soleimani. Faraz, can I get your view on what you think could happen now? Because the U.S. has what is described as a menu of options, but they want the response to be proportionate, non-escalatory, but also they need it to be a deterrent of sorts as well. How tricky is that for, for all of those three criteria to be met? Very, very tricky and very difficult uh, to achieve. I mean, the big point here is that uh, President Biden's strategy of deterrence has failed. Uh, the strategy, the American strategy, has been for the past three months or so is to prevent the expansion and the escalation of conflict from Gaza to neighboring countries. You have now open fronts uh, on the Lebanese-Syrian, on the Lebanese-Israeli fronts in Syria and the Iraq, uh, the Red Sea. Uh, all options, all scenarios have costs and consequences. If the United States decides to attack Iran directly, this could trigger a counter-Iranian response, further threatening a wider conflict. If the Biden administration decides to have a broad attacks against pro-Iranian groups in Iraq and Syria and other places, this will not establish deterrence. The reality is uh, there is a real danger now that the war in Gaza could really become a wider regional conflict. And the fact that the American deterrence strategy has failed sends a message loud and clear to multiple players in the region. Can I ask you, Paham, for, to answer this question from Dan in York, which I think, given what we've just heard, is quite relevant. What does Iran actually gain from supporting these militant groups? So Iran is trying to mount pressure in order to uh, push United States of America to ask Israel to stop the war in Gaza. So Iran thinks that rising the tension in the Middle East may force the United States to ask Israel to stop the war in Gaza. But there is always a possibility that, you know, the unexpected can happen and things might spiral out of control. This might be one of the mistakes that Iranians or the, their, uh, their, the groups supported by them might have made. Thanks so much.